Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Over, under, to the listeners. If I hit Dan with a Ric Flair slap today. Now, if that happens, then Woo! then we no, you can't listen. Don't tell mom. We ain't doing that. You ain't, ain't no snitching. We ain't doing, don't do no ti. Well, nowadays, now I Yo, mean, shoot, in, you in, can't. In urban I news. think people would report that, and then you you know you'd ruffle some feathers. It's not what they know; it's what they can prove. And if there's no video, they don't know if I smacked. But there would be chest. audio though. They is that, like, heard, is that the, the Michael Irvin defense or they, whatever? They, they just heard that. They don't know what that is. They don't know if that's your chest. Yeah, but remember something: your forehead or my hands. As we found out yesterday, though, I'm dangerous with the gong. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dangerous with that. Yeah, we knew. That's a weapon. I think we always knew you had strong forearms. You get a lot of practice. Boom. I got to do a better job with that today, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to redeem yourself. Got to redeem myself. I got to hopefully not break something today. Uh, Stick- it is Wednesday. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. with the Tilda K Show at 3 o'clock at 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number if you want to be part of the program. We were just looking at this thing online. You know, uh, for all the listeners out there, they probably know Dom Capers. He's a longtime NFL coach, right? He was a head coach. He was the first head coach in the history of the Carolina Panthers, believe it or not. <laughs> Longtime defensive coordinator. He was in Pittsburgh, Green Bay, all over the place. So now I guess he's back with, with, with Carolina in some capacity as like an assistant coach, and he's doing a press conference right now that, you know, they're streaming on the on the internet or whatever. You want to explain it? Yeah, he looks like Joe Pesci <laughs> or one of these dudes in the mob movies that did 30 years in, the, in a joint. Uh, Tony Tupics, and his hair is jet black. And when he was born, his hair wasn't as black. It looked like he took like all the dye that Clyde Fraser used to use on his beard and put it on the top of his head. But it's not which even o- which only makes him look whiter because now he looks like he looks like he has the hair like the old boy off the uh, the Lego commercial. Everything is awesome. It looks like it's a, the the worst toupee in the world of lace fronts. This just tells me that he has no people around him that loves him. Well, see, here's the thing. He's seven. God bless him. He's I don't se- care how old he is. No, but I'm saying, excuse. here's the problem. He's 72 years old, so his face resembles a 72-year-old. And his hair and his toupee yeah, it's, is from the, it's from the 70s. You're not, you're Updated, not fooling, bro. You're they not fooling lace, anybody. They got lace fronts. It would have been more believable if they would have gave this dude brush waves. And who if they would have did the lace front with the brush waves, it would have been more believable. If they would have gave him the Steve Harvey microphone afro, it would have been more believable. This dude's hair looks like Jimmy Johnson's had a chia pet growth spurt and combed over. It is no way you can have that many damn follicles and I can't see your scalp. He has no friends and the Carolina Panthers are doomed for failure because if they can't be honest with everybody in the building, how the hell do you expect them to win football games? I think this it, is embarrassing. I think if you're Frank Reich and you're the head coach, you got to say to him, it's like, hey man, look, I know that you've been around the league. I know you're well-respected and everything, but you know, isn't that a sign of leadership? Yeah, yeah somebody come get Pop Pop. Right? Somebody need to put Pop Pop like, hey man, I, I just want to let you know you playing yourself. And I say the same thing sometimes about those who are friends of LeBron. Hey, LeBron, your head looked like a, like a pizza when you pulled a pepperoni off. I can see your scalp. It's a problem. It's a problem. Oh, we're not going to let Forrest Whitaker, a.k.a. Kevin Durant, go either. That's why when he came and shot, Why is he like, Forrest Whitaker? 
Have you seen Forrest Whitaker hair when he but grows Forrest up? Forrest Whitaker's like 65, though. No, but he's always had something going on with his scalp. He had the eye. Forrest Whitaker's no, got the, the eye thing. Forget the eye. That's something else? The okay. eye is born. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's scalp looks like something like, I don't know, like somebody threw battery acid on it. And like, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Durant's hair looks like the Bahamas. Let's be real. It looks like the Bahamas. He's got a lot of money, but it looks like the Bahamas. A lot of islands. You know what I'm saying? And that's why when he came at Shaq a couple weeks ago, Shaq was like, bro, at least I know where to brush my hair and how to get a haircut. He was like, man, I'm not catching strays because you include yourself. And those two guys don't have real friends because I, I would tell LeBron, like, hey, man, your hair looks like a Reese's cup when you pull it off in some of the that was Remember stick. when they did that on, on, on social media when they did the Reese's thing? That was funny. I mean, it's real. The side-by-side? Like, yo, you that the, was funny. Bro, you're the king. Some of the greatest players in the world have lost their hair. Michael Jordan. Remember George Foreman when he was young? He oh, was yeah. fighting Muhammad, Dude, he he was fighting Muhammad yeah. Ali. How, how beautiful that fro was. With a little mustache and everything. He lost. Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. It's okay. But don't lie to yourself. You either got to be in or out. If you go full Wes Welker, like I said, the greatest comeback in the history of the world was Drew Brees' hairline. Greatest comeback ever. Like, this dude left with Kyle Licks. That's a great point. And the first day on TV. And then TV, he shows like, up on TV, up. boom. Like, yo, he got a bang. Yeah. Like, right. this dude got hang time. <laughs> Sweep the bangs away. <laughs> but anyway, talking about a comeback. You know, no, since, but you remember when you mentioned uh, Carlos Boozer. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> right, Carlos Boozer that. showed up with straight. But he knew, Be- though. He had Beijing number 80 straight spray paint. Cry long. Cry it, long. it wasn't a hair follicle there. Somebody took an extra sketch. You know how you go in and you see people like uh, on, on Bitch and Rides, right? The, the, the Bitch and Ride show. And they painting triple black. And they got the gun. Somebody just taped out his hairline. And, t- and covered his face and spray painted his hairline. By the third quarter, it was running down a little like shoe polish. But and the thing is, he light skinned, so you know it soaked into his skin. So it took about five or six washes to even get it off his skin. But he at least knew when to say when, because I don't think he came back for a second game with that, right? Yeah. Somebody, somebody got to him and said, hey, man, look. A real friend. Enough's enough. A real friend. A real friend. Like, That's who you fooling? Like Ray used to do that too. Like I like, man, come on, man. Yes. Troy Troy Smith used to call it in the back. He used to call it gorilla gorilla meat. Like <laughs> like Ray, you're not fooling nobody with this gorilla meat in the back of your head, man. And like, what did he say about it? Yo, it was it was a picture day. Like right now, Dom Capers, if he got excited, he would look like Rudy Giuliani when he was up there sweating, sweating oil. down the side of his looking face, like, yeah. looking like the Tin Man. <laughs> Will somebody get that oil off this dude's face? But speaking of comebacks, yeah. right, because we don't have much to talk about, people. That's why we're talking about, you know, uh, Dom Capers and his scout and, and, and all those guys. But what's real and what, what we talk about when you look at I, – I like going out and getting the New York Post and the Daily News. So he keeps the newspaper industry going. Yeah, because, I mean, I think that's what's hot. And, and, and these reporters do a great job in keeping the story going. It's hard to come well, up with a story every single day. Right. And one of the big stories when you look at it, better up. And, you know, they're talking about Boone, and this is, this is what I love. This is the time when you talk about baseball. Man, what's wrong with my mic, man? Y'all gave me the bad headphones. What do you yeah. mean? You sound fine. No, nah, no, no. Oh, your Not headphones? My, mic, my headphones, oh. they, they're going in and out, but it's all good. I know what I'm saying. I don't have to hear myself say it. But when you when you talk about like guys who struggled their first year as a Yankee because mm-hmm. the weight of the pinstripes, and you know, Josh Donaldson was one of those guys. But what I love about like training camp, everybody's in the best shape of their life. Everybody's ready to have an all-star season until they don't. And right now, the belief is high that if he can get back and he can provide that type of contact hitting that he's known for, home run hitting, short porch, all that stuff, that you know, it's going to be a 
an upgrade, right? Because right now we see how close they were. Well, they weren't really close. They have to close the gap between them and the Houston Astros. Nobody Astros, and nobody cares, right? Because at the end of the day, you got you got behind them. You got the Rays, who's a who's a thorn in the side, mm-hmm. and you got. I think you have a much better season by the collected the collection of young stars in Toronto, and so they're getting they're they're chasing and being pushed at the same time, and they're going to need their guys. To step up and stay healthy, you can't depend on Hicks and all those other guys. No, but these other you know guys like Donaldson, who you brought in, you know Lemayhu has to have a bounce back season. Glaber Torres has to do something, man. I'm so tired of the whatever happened to the baby bomb. Outside of Aaron Judge, the baby bombers never, never, never came to manhood. You know what strikes talk, me though? Yeah. Can I ask you this? I asked Allen this a while ago. Mm-hmm. Bigger disappointment: the baby bombers and their inability to bring in a title. Or even get to the the world championship. Now, who would you consider or, the baby or, bombers, though? Oh, Glaber Torres, Greg Bird, the Kraken, Aaron Judge. Oh my God, Greg Bird! I almost forgot that he was a thing. Yeah, uh, uh Severino. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Those guys, or the pitching staff of the Mets: Wheeler, Harvey, oh. the Grom, the Mets, the Mets. Yeah, because those guys think about it. They, but at least they got to a World Series. They got to a World Series. What, but, what, what, have, what have the Baby Bombers done? It but, was a book called The Baby Bombers. But they only – think about it, though. Those five guys, like those Mets pitchers, what was it, Harvey, DeGrom, Wheeler, Syndergaard, Mets, do you know they only made one turn through the rotation in all their time together? One through five. One time in all those years because still, of injuries. Still went to a World Series. What have these uh, Baby Bombers done with an MVP? They got an MVP, and that's it, and a record. But were the Mets well, part of that done? conversation, though, every year? They weren't. But they the Yankees sti- were at least in the playoffs but like they, every year. But they still went farther. Mm. Would you rather Would you rather win a championship or go to the World Series, or would you rather have a consistent, like, I win the division? Well, if I win the, if I win the World Series, it's a World Series. But I'd rather also give then, myself then, multiple then, shots then, at then, the apple. Then, you this, know what our, I mean? this is our third day together. Yeah. You should know by now by me asking that question. I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to the people. Well, I'm answering the question. I'm here. That's you just my opinion. You don't represent the people because it's the second day in a row where you haven't put your best into the show. You want to know why? Because you didn't wake up early. You didn't put the Pee Wee Herman jail uh, uh, kit in your hair. This lets me know that you're just you're just mailing it in. You're just getting through this. You didn't come here to be better. We had this whole discussion about your hair gel and all that stuff. If you would have saw Don Cameron wrong, early, wrong with my maybe, hair maybe you would have put the just for me uh, chin die in. I won't be looking at Papa Smurf, man. How you going to be younger than me and you got grades? You talk about one grade. I see at least 50. You know what's funny? Like He thinks he, he thinks I am actually younger than him. You are younger than me. I don't think so. Were you born in the 70s? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. You were born in the 70s. 71. That's correct. Eight. Damn, you look good to be 78. No freaking what? Okay. I could have told you that. And you're sitting here coming at me like yesterday with these little things like... Come on. I mean, how much how much more time do you got but, to but, get but, to my no, age? By the way, but, but this though, this what I call me back when but, you but get this, there. But this, what, but this what I don't understand. Yeah, if you're born in '78, mm-hmm. why are you wearing a little kid's haircut? What do you mean a little kid's? It's haircut? It's like Keyshawn when I was watching Keyshawn. He's wearing a, a mohawk for a long time. Like man, you damn near grandpa, and you got you wearing a mohawk. It's not a mohawk. What are you talking about? No, Keyshawn used to wear a mohawk. Like it was like the little fade mohawk right. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like even as, as early as last year, and he's a granddad. What's well, Keyshawn's and here, problem? And here you go with the Pee Wee Herman haircut. How's it a Pee Wee Herman haircut? You were born in the 70s. How long have you known me? You were born during, disco, you know me? You were born during disco times. How long have you known me? 
about six years. I've had the same haircut, basically, probably for the six years that you've known me. Have you ever thought once, press the refresh button? Did, so you, you, knew what's me, the difference, you, you knew me as a player, right? I think so. Yeah. Remember what my hair looked like? No, I you had, had a helmet on most of the time. Well, I had a T.I. fade. Mm-hmm. But I had to grow up. I'm a grown-up now. So I got a grown-up hairstyle. So what do you want me to do? L- cut more of my hair off? Is that what you want me to do? You need to go to, to, to Nappy. You know how many people? You need to go to Nappy Cuts. Because if you Where's Nappy Cuts? you got to point me in that direction. Well, Show na- me where Nappy Cuts is. Nappy Cuts is in uh Can Atlanta. I find it on the navigation, the it's, GPS? Yes, yeah, in Harlem. Nappy Cuts. Nappy Cuts. You know yeah. a guy? Yeah, I got a guy. You, know, you got a guy? Because what you want... Call you, up Nappy Cuts, and then I'll, when I need my next one, I'll go there. Yeah, yeah I'm going to call Ice Cube. It was right across the street from the barbershop. <laughs> so, like, what... what <laughs> Does Cube pop in? Yeah, Does he yeah, pop in? He's yeah, popping yeah. in sometimes? All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right now the big three is going to be coming up in a little bit. Gotcha. But, but when, you, when you think about it, right, you can't go to, like... Uh, what is it called? Supercuts? You can't go to Supercuts. You got to go to the hood to rediscover yourself. To tell you what I'm saying. To, to get nappy cuts. Nappy cuts. Or or maybe a Dominican uh, spot. And it, No, did you go to the Dominican spot, they don't give you that big old part on the side. It's like standard. No, you don't want that. It's like the Como with the part. I don't think, I don't think that would work. Could. With the giant part shaved into the side? But then that mean you have to grow your hair to the other side. My hair is long. You, you know who did it the That's wrong That's the problem. You know who you did it the wrong way? Who's He's that? my guy from First Things First. Nick Wright, I don't know what, like, his hair He grew his hair out. Yeah, and it looks weird. He has a buzz cut type of face. So you have a handsome face. You can do it. You can I know do, that. You can do it. You can do like it. Like I said, it's you can worked do it. for me. You know, I've had a great career, successful TV, all that stuff. Like, it's working but for me. But you can me. go to the next level if you get, like, a Brad Pitt type of cut or a slick back or so something. But, you got the Pee Wee Herman rap. rap. That, nah. that's, that's like the white man's version of the Gumby. I used to have long hair grow, like when I was younger, basically. School, whatever. And yeah. then I, you know, cleaned it up a little bit. But you're on TV. But it's right? worked for me, man. Okay, well, it's I got worked you. For right. me. I heard, I think, about, think, about, think about how long we've known each other. We've worked on TV together. It's worked for me. Why everybody got it? Oh, it's Ash Wednesday. <laughs> he's looking up at the TV, and he sees Russo with the ashes on his forehead. He's like, why is he? Well, yeah, it's I mean, Ash Wednesday. Because he's always looking. No, Russo. because nobody told him. Because nobody told him. It's like the Dom Capers thing. Nobody, hey, man, you got like a smudge on your forehead. I mean, Russo's always reminding me of like a, a, a bootleg vampire, like an extra in a vampire movie. And I just thought he was just embracing it, you know, embracing his Black Sabbath or something. I don't know. Let me ask you something, though, about the Yankees because you brought it up. Yeah. Did you hear what um, they were talking about yesterday with Boone and Giancarlo Stanton? There's talk now. Can he opt out? Now he's going to play a role for him. Judge is going to play some left field this year because they want to get Stanton into the field, and but they're going to play him in right field. It's a little bit easier on him as opposed to playing left. So then you got Judge in left, Bader in center. Stanton in right field because Stanton says he likes playing the field more as opposed to just DH and because you feel like you're more engaged in the game, you're more a part of Get the game. Get the rhythm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that makes sense and good for Judge. I mean, like, Judge plays center field, right field. Now he's like, you know what? I don't care I'm the captain. I don't care that I'm getting paid $360 million or whatnot. If you need me to play left field, I'll play left field if we can get Stanton in the lineup. That should be expected. 100%. And good for him, though, because but a lot of guys wouldn't do that. Here, take a listen to this. Here's Stanton talking about playing some games in right field. Good job, Jacob. Yeah, I mean, continue to be similar as last year. Obviously, road bump with the injury there, but, you know, we got to build up to a similar game plan and, you know, see what we can accomplish, putting us in the best scenario to win each night, wherever that is in the lineup. And you just said opting out. Wasn't he a great left fielder in, 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 with in Miami? Manor? Yeah. That was a lot of injuries ago. But what I'm saying is, like, we're applauding this dude for making all that money because he can. He's going to play right field. Like what the hell? Shouldn't that be the? Shouldn't that left be the norm? Tougher in Yankee Stadium though. 
But should I don't care. No, but again, you he don't want paid to, a lot of money. He's an MVP. But you don't want a liability, though. Would you rather have him out there or Aaron Hicks or Aaron Judge or Aaron Hicks Man, playing listen, left field? It, right? Is Aaron, Aaron Hicks is, is a non-starter. Aaron, is, is Aaron Hicks hurt by uh, Memorial Day? By the way, remember you brought up all those bad contracts? I know that Aaron Hicks ain't getting paid as, let's say, as much as Jacoby oh, Ellsbury or whatever. Horrible. horrible. And that was all Cashman. Cashman saw that dude when he was on Minnesota, loved the analytics, loved the Sabres, all that stuff, and he thought he'd be a great Yankee. They traded for him, got something out of him, and then they doubled down and gave him that stupid, ridiculous contract extension. And he's given them nothing in return. Three years, right? Of nothingness. Nothing. Here's Stanton talking about the pressure, because you already were like, oh, can he opt out? Here's the pressure about winning a World Series at this point in his career. Well, yeah, I need to get it done, um, but at the same time, we need to get it done. So uh, I think it's a it's a goal for everybody, and um, you know, you 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 put personal mindset, personal goals to it. So of course, um, that that's what I came here for, and that's what uh, I'm here to achieve every year. And um, yeah, I mean, the as the years go on, the the pressure gets higher to get one. So what, whether that's for me personally or the fans or how far away we are from 2009, you know, it's, it all it all comes hand in hand. You realize his first year with the Yankees, he hit 38 home runs. He was 38 and 100, and Yankee fans booed him and thought that it was a disappointment because he didn't get it done in the playoffs. Yeah, they did. Those same people booed Judge, and he had an MVP season. So it just comes with, as soon as you accept that that's the reality around here, then you, you'll be fine because you can't let it really get to you. Julius Randle had to fi- figure that out. They loved him. They hated him. When they hated him, they loved him. Then they hated him again. Right. Right. Uh, Everybody is, loves a winner. Forget forget about anywhere you are, especially in this town. Well, here they're so accustomed to seeing clutch, man, because they've seen Derek Jeter and what he did. They've seen Aaron Boone and what he did. They're used to guys coming through, and they haven't, you know, guys – it's hard to say that he's had his Yankee moment yet. It's hard to – hell, it's hard to, for, to me Stanton, to say that – Yeah, I don't think he but, has. But it's hard for me to say that Aaron Judge has had his Yankee moment. What big series did he really come through with? Some hammering that put him over the top where he was just unstoppable. He hasn't caught fire like Bryce Harper in the, in the um, you know, or, or Altuve. He hasn't, he hasn't caught fire like that. I mean, like – His Yankee moment, they're going to say, is last year when he set an American League record with no, home runs no, to 62. Yankee moments don't count. Until you get into the postseason. I don't care about 62, 63. That's regular season. That win counts for the same. When you win when you win uh, games in the postseason because of your play, then you're, you're, you're going towards the big challenge. Or, listen, it's the, it's the, it's the weight of the pinstripes. At this, and it's funny because we talk about Stanton like he's like some old dude. Like, is it out of the ram to say that we should have the same expectations for Giancarlo Stanton as we have for Aaron Judge? Shouldn't we be saying, hey, he should be competing for MVP he should be able to push Judge for the record, for home run record. Problem is, he can't stay on the field. That's why he can't win an MVP. And that's not, he can't that's get. That, he, he's he's lighter than Judge. How old do you think Stanton is? Thirty. He's thirty-two. Okay. No, but you know why he's seen because he's been in the damn league twelve years. That's right. why he seems almost older than he is. Kevin 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 Durant's averaging thirty at thirty-four. Like Stanton ain't got to run and chase nobody. He ain't got to guard nobody. Like. LeBron James is 38. This dude is supposed to be a premium athlete. Are we expecting him to – we're just talking about Aaron Rodgers at 38 playing at a high level. Why does this dude get a, a pass at 32? The standard should be the best player in the league. And we don't even look at him that way anymore. Stanton – $32 million, by the way, this year. $32 million for the next three, and then you get into all these opt-outs and all these other things. Stanton hits – This dude's the, the same age as DeAndre Hopkins. $32 million, I mean. 
That's what I was saying. That's what he's making. Oh, how old For is the, he again? He's 32. He's 32 and he's making 32 million this year. Next Stanton year he's going to make 33. Exactly. That's how we should that's how we should have had it structured in his contract. He hit a home run. Like whenever like in person, what was the the hardest ball you've ever seen hit? Stanton when he was a Marlin at City Field. I was at he hit a line drive to dead center field that got out in the blink of an eye, and the damn ball barely got up off the ground. It got off the ground just enough to clear the fence. That thing got out of here like that. Yeah. I would hate to be standing 60 feet, six inches away from that guy. Yeah, I mean. And he, you're right, though. Everything you're saying is right, because you know what? His first year as a Yankee, he was in 158 games. A hundred, basically played the whole damn season. Since then, he hasn't been in more than 140 games, and if they can only keep this guy healthy... Then you're going to start to see the judge, the Stanton, the back-to-back, the Bash brothers. Like, remember they thought when they first got him? Mark we haven't, Yeah, we haven't seen that. He was a consolation prize. He was he was the prize that Cashman felt like he had to get because they failed on Otani. He fell into their lap. And they, they're still not – 32, they're not paying the whole 32, are they? Isn't the Marlins paying Marlins some Marlins are paying some. That's why I say that. He fell into their lap because the Marlins are picking up some of that money. Think about that. I'm disappointed. But, I mean, that changes the outlook for the Yankees in this lineup. Like, if Stanton could ever produce and stay healthy, and be, whether it's, look, obviously if you're talking about a guy playing the field and health is always a concern for him, you would think that him getting more reps in the field is maybe going to compromise that a little bit. But just get this guy in his bat in the lineup. It lengthens this lineup out considerably. And it's protection for Judge. Oh, totally. Because, look, Glaber... Yo, Glaber, who, Glaber might be the biggest disappointment out of them all. We thought, I mean, Andujar was right there. We thought superstar when Dude, we saw Glaber, Glaber Torres. Before, before the COVID hit, before the pandemic, he was an MVP in the making. MVP in the making. And then COVID hit, they had the four-month pause. He comes to summer camp that year out of shape. Cashman even said so, out of shape, and he hasn't been the same since. Can he ever get back to being that guy? Yeah. The guy was an MVP in the making. 800-919-3776. That's the telephone number. We'll do some more baseball a little bit later on in the show. A lot of football today, as you would expect. And look, we're sitting here, we're waiting, we're watching, we're wondering what the Jets are going to do at quarterback. When is Rodgers going to make up his mind? What's Derek Carr thinking? What, what day are we down to? What day we, for, for, for Rodgers? Yeah, for him to come out of self-isolation. He's in the hole. Like I told him, I'm not impressed with you being in darkness. Yeah. My nephew's been in, in prison for 10 years. He's been in a hole. How's he doing, by the way? Gets out in April. Really? Yeah. Party? Yeah, I'm going to go pick him up from prison. Where is he at? He's 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 been moved down to um, somewhere in Michigan, middle Michigan. What do he do? Yeah, rob somebody. Knife, gun? Yep. Both? Uh, well, I don't know if he went in there like Rambo, like John Rambo. I don't know if he had, I don't know if he had a gun and he had to with the headband or whatever. Murdoch, yeah. I'm coming for Murdoch, you. I'm coming to get you. I think it was a, I think it was a restaurant or something. Right? Stupid. One you talk to him things. a lot, or yeah, all the time, all the time. I keep him, keep him sane, man. That's good. You're a good uncle. That's why. Yeah, man. All right, so we look, something to look forward to in April. Yeah. Hopefully, do you, it, I'll, br- I'll bring him to the studio in case you start talking reckless. He but he gets you like uh, he's gonna, ben, he gets you like Vin Rames. Jody, Jody. We're gonna hit it off. I told you, didn't I? Me and your you nephew always want a brother with his second strike to get his third strike. Let me ask you a question. I told you, don't mess with me. Let me ask you a question. Guns what, and butter. What happens first? And we can even open up to the listeners too at eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. What happens first? Aaron Rodgers makes up his mind, or your nephew gets out of prison? Hmm. I think my nephew gets out of prison first. <laughs> 
I might, I might have to go with the nephew, yeah, yeah, too, yeah, on that yeah. one. I'm going, I'm going nephew. I don't see any end in sight here. As long as you don't go walk a flock, and somebody say, hey, I seen your uncle. Uh, and he's going to be on, on double secret. He, he's a punk. Oh, now you got to ask him what the five fingers say to the face. Give him an extra three months. Double you know secret probation, all that stuff, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. there's a, you got to. You know leave. they try to mess with you when, you know, when they know you're about to get out. Mm-hmm. They always want to prod you. Every time know? I think I'm out, you just put me back in. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. We talked a lot about Derek Carr last couple of days. Jets, the quarterback situation. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's weighing in. Diana Rossini, who covers the NFL for ESPN. Uh, was on NFL Live yesterday and spoke to somebody with the Jets, sources in the building. <laughs> I love I love the sources. Right, the sources. Everybody's got sources. It's like the janitor. Right. <laughs> he might know stuff. I know the janitors over there. They're great people. Um, so the Juan? Juan, that's right. Positive Juan. Positive Juan. So Juan, Juan is a hater. Juan, Juan would know you lost. Say, hey, what happened to the game? Is there? Juan, I'm going to punch you in your throat. No, but Juan is Juan gets so invested like they call him Positive One. He's like he he he's so into it that like when they lose, he he gets crushed. No, he's sarcastic. Why he does that? That's his whole stick. Come in like, oh, I didn't see the game. Did you guys win? I will punch you in the face, Juan. Not today. See, Not I don't know Juan had that side. I only know him as Positive One. Is Juan or Ricardo? Ricardo both. Maybe Juan's like, changed since we R- were R- uh, playing. R- Ricardo, no, because I'm still over there just like you. That's right. Yeah. Ricardo Ricardo bowlegged. Ricardo looked like he used to break dance back in the day. He bowlegged as hell. Like, damn, they, he's, he's gimping around. Yeah, they're supposed, they supposed to put the braces on. You were you a kid, man. You had to get them Buster Brown shoes like I had when I was <laughs> the a far, kid. The farce gum yeah. things. <laughs> <laughs> them extra wide D-width shoes. We all know what they are. I had about. the corrective shoes. That was, that was messed you up. You had those Nike Cortez that looked like a square. Yeah. 
Exactly. They was, they was the same <laughs> size wide. They were long. You're, you're six, seven years old going to school wearing those things. You're like, why do I got to wear these? Like, well, just trust me. It'll work out for you down the road. Okay, whatever. Um, if I make it that long. If you make it that long, right. If those kids are going to treat you right. Now, um, so Diana was talking about, you know, how did the Jets pitch their sweepstakes to Derek Carr about bringing him over to be the quarterback? This is what she said. I heard it went really well from both sides. And in terms of what New York was trying to sell him, because let's face it, that's what they're doing at this point. They were pretty clear with them. They, they told him he's a great quarterback. They believe that he's got a legit surrounding cast of players. They went through the top D, the strong young skill guys, the explosive run game. They ran through top to bottom of why Derek Carr can step in here and take this team not just to the playoffs, but to the Super Bowl. And they made it really personal, too. They said, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Derek Carr. If you're watching the, simulta- the simulcast, we both have the same expression on our face. Nine years, and he's going to become a Hall of Famer. going to run off three Super Bowls in a row? How the hell is Derek Carr becoming a Hall of Famer? We just said he top 16 in the NFL. Not only what that, Hall of Famer is top 16? First ballot. Who said first ballot? Now, look, I understand. He, he, he should have knew the Jets was like, so like, he should have said, man, are y'all high? Hey, if you're if like, you're even in, my brother David wouldn't vote for me. If you're in real estate, you're going to try to sell a house any which way you can, despite if it's got cracks in the walls, leaky, whatever. Selling a car, same thing. I mean, you got a tire that's falling off, it don't matter. You're going to try to sell anybody on anything. You know what he should have did? Ask me that. Say that same statement to me. I'll be Derek Carr. Derek, if you come to the Jets and you win, you're going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. All right, let's sign it right now. Uh, uh, well, that's the thing. No, if, 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 when they said that, what did they say? All right, I'm, forget it. I don't need to go nowhere else. Let's sign it right now. They're like, ah. Uh, I disagree, by I the gotta way. Che- I got a check in the savings. Uh, they would have stalled. They wait for, they wait for the, to see if that green smoke come out of the cabin. Let's let let let's just imagine. Let's pretend uh, for a second. You ain't really our first choice. Let's do land the make believe type stuff. Mm-hmm. And let's just say the Jets. You know, first of all, that Derek Carr signs with the Jets, he becomes their quarterback. And number two, let's say they do win a Super Bowl. Let's just say you know, pretend. Does that really make him a first ballot Hall of Famer? Man, that don't make him better than Nick Foles or Matthew Stafford. Tricky Nicky's you think, already well, in there, you know what I'm He's you an urban Matthew legend. Stafford, you know what you think Matthew Stafford's a first ballot <laughs> Hall of Famer if he retires tomorrow? No, no, he's like a second, third. Exactly. Remember what? Remember that movie, Neighbors? That was a good movie. When when they grabbed him, and she, he's like, "Honey, he's all brick." <laughs> That's what Nick Foles is though. Foles, y'all said they call him Tricky Nicky. Yeah, <laughs> Tricky Nicky. He gets to go to the Hall of Fame a, before him just straight off of that. Doesn't he have one of the strangest they careers? Me, they call me Nick Diggler. Doesn't Nick Foles though have one of the strangest careers like of anybody? Like, no, the fact that he's he a Super retired Bowl MVP. Twice. Right. He's a Super Bowl MVP, almost retired a couple of times, and yet he's been on how many different teams? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, that just And they got a statue of him already in Philly. Just, right, he has a statue. He got a statue. They ain't got no Donald McNabb statue. They ain't got no Michael Vick statue. They ain't got no Hurl Carmichael statue. They ain't got no Reggie White statue. They got a Tricky Nicky statue. They don't have a Reggie White statue out there? No. Oh, know. my God. I don't know they got it. Well, you know, I just had to make it interesting. That's right. It's a good one. Well, Harold Carmichael only got in the Hall of Fame, though, because he got in that the 100 year where they had to have, like, the class was basically like 100 people. <laughs> they just, anybody who's not in the Hall of Fame yet and they made a Pro Bowl, they're like, okay, you're in the Hall of Fame. I think that's what happened to him. But, I mean, look. We should go down a list of mm-hmm. all the Hall of Famers that shouldn't be Hall of Famers. At least the ones that we've seen play, to be fair. I don't need to see them play. What are you going to base it off of otherwise? 
No, you can't go by numbers. I mean, the errors were different. Remember, quarterbacks back in the day okay, they threw the ball okay, like 15 okay, times. Okay, fair point. You know what I mean? Fair point. No, but look, in Derek Carr's case, <sighs> I, I mean, look, I know you're trying to paint a rosy picture and to be all optimistic and everything, but I mean, if you're Derek Carr or any player at this point, I mean, Bart, he's a free agent. So, A, he gets to pick where he gets to play. B, he's going to try to make the most money possible. Yeah. Because think about what was he it, gave up by getting cut by the Raiders. What's about fit? Well, he, isn't that what he gave up? Because or they gave up he, on him. He, rather, he, he would. Yeah, he wouldn't approve a a trade. Right. I can't wait until the other quarterbacks come into the picture. Now the Jets interviewed Derek Carr. Who's next on their interview list? I think they should interview. Um, when is Jimmy G going to be able to be interviewed? March the what is it? The thirteenth. Oh, so legal we, tampering period. Yeah. Okay. Here, but, here's but, our boy um, RG three. On get up, this is. I, I think he puts this in a nice, succinct way as to what the Jets are kind of going through right now with Derek Carr, who they met with, Aaron Rodgers, who they're waiting to come out of the dark hole. This is the way he puts it. They're trying to date two girls at the same time right now. Okay, they had a nice weekend getaway with Derek Carr. They told him all these great things about him, but all the while they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come out of hibernation to see if he's ready to take their relationship to the next level. Now, for me. I absolutely hate that for Derek Carr because you never want to feel like you're an option in a relationship. You want to be the one. You want them to commit fully to you. So for me, the, the ceiling is higher for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers. But the bottom line is the lifespan of that relationship is shorter than Danny DeVito. Now, is that a shot at Danny DeVito? Like little people type thing? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a dig. Could have went Kevin Hart, man. Could have went Kevin Hart, right. Could have went Cat Williams, but Danny DeVito, I get it. Ray knows how I feel about Danny DeVito with the Jersey Mike's commercials. Not my favorite. But he's excellent on them. I mean, it's annoying. you feel like it's beneath him to do Jersey Mike's? Jersey Mike's is expanded. No, Crazy. Getting, Jersey Mike's is everywhere. It is everywhere. Even out of Jersey. Yeah, everywhere. They, yeah that's what I'm saying. You go and to Jersey Vegas. was the last place, I think, where they popped up. Yeah, man. And yeah. he, dude, commercials is the way to go. Like, all what? you got to do is what? Hold like, on, how, how the hell is Jersey Mike's doing stuff with Danny DeVito, but they ain't doing nothing with Barton Hunt? What's up with that? Well, because out of the three of you, Danny DeVito's the only one who's actually from New Jersey. That oh. could be one way. Is he from New Jersey? Oh, yeah. Where? Jersey Shore. Asbury Park. Oh, man, that count. It's, Jer- it's Jersey Shore. Come on, man. That's like Sandy from Cherry Hill, man. Stop it. No, Cherry Hill's way further down than that. Cherry Hill's Philly. That doesn't count. That's Cherry Hill's Philly. No, but the Shores, I mean, that's the Jersey Shore. No, but... You're playing the dangerous what-if game, right? We've talked about this all week. If you're going to sit here and allow Aaron Rodgers to take his time and to decide what's going on here, and oh, by the way, then you let Derek Carr potentially go sign someplace else, then what are you left with if you swing bro, and miss with those two? Then bro, you're going down bro, to the next guys bro, on the list. Bro, it's never. It's not even the start of the NFL season yet. The only reason that he's even available, normally he wouldn't even be available if he didn't have, if they were to release him after the fact. This is unique. Right. The fact that you can you can negotiate with him because he got released before the start of the NFL season. So you're not, you think you're late. You're not late if no, you're No, you're not late. Right. So it's, it's not, it's no, it should be no pressure. The, the clock starts officially when the start of the NFL season starts because that's where you see all different types of, of uh, transactions happening. But see, here's the thing. They knew when the season ended, right, and they kind of made – I'm sure they had a list, right? Joe D's got a list of guys that could likely be available. Derek Carr was on that list. 
Right? I mean, the Raiders sent him home for the last two weeks, so you knew that he was going to be available. The question is, how would you go about getting him, maybe? Trade if he was not going to be released. So he gets right on that list with all those guys who were free agents, like Jimmy G, all the other guys on that list there to choose from, Aaron Rodgers, potentially. I think they're all there. and Baker Mayfield. Exactly. So I don't know if it's a surprise, but the chance that Derek Carr could be had even earlier than the other guys because he was cut loose now is what makes it possibly interesting if... The Jets truly feel like everybody is reporting that they do apparently feel towards Derek Carr. Yeah, I'm sure they have it all mapped out. Plan A, plan B, right. plan C. You have to. Derek Carr means death to Zach Wilson. And if they're going to keep with that narrative that they just think that this kid needs a little bit of seasoning, what you don't want is for him to leave, go somewhere, sit somewhere for a year, and come out and be a star. Because that would be two guys that have, that have done that to you. I know it took Geno 10 years. Sam Darnold didn't look horrible. I wonder how Sam Darnold would have looked with these with these players. I've, but Sam Darnold would have cost you Brees Hall because, because you were able to get number twos for him. Right. You know. Uh, or, well, no, they could have potentially traded, like kept Sam traded down in the draft. Remember, because other teams wanted to come up and get those quarterbacks, and you don't know what kind of picks you would have got there. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, it, I th- and, and do you believe this too? Because this is the other way it's being portrayed. That Aaron Rodgers is the only guy, the only guy out of any potential quarterback that could be had by the Jets that when you brought up Zach Wilson, Zach, Aaron Rodgers is the only quarterback that Zach Wilson could potentially sit and learn from. That's what I'm saying. Because they're friends. What, well, because... Because he likes him? Well... He was his idol? It's admiration, right? Remember what happened? The They already have a relationship because he already texts him. So he's right. in, already kind of in a uh, mentor type of role. And, you know, remember where everybody says that they have similarities in how they throw the ball. Maybe he can teach him how to refine those things, those skills. Listen, I'm not giving up on anybody after two years. We've seen guys that we've given up in other sports in two years that figure it out, and you're like, man, what, what, what if, what if Golden State would have gave up on Steph Curry after two years with the ankle injuries and all that kind of craziness? You know, what if, what if eventually, you know, uh, we know what? Uh, well, you, Zion the Geno example. The Geno example is a good example. Yeah, but that took forever. Like, if you, if you, if you're administration, you, you been got fired twice before you, you wait for him to figure it out, and you would have had to give him a contract at some point, right? Uh, but it's going to be interesting. No, but what Geno shows you. And, and look, Seattle, look, it was right place, Envi- right time. Environment exactly. matters. Exactly. Environment matters. Exactly. Like, how big does an oak tree get if you pot, if you pot it? Not the same as it would if it's in the ground? Absolutely. There so you go. environment matters. Little tree conversation for you here on this fine, fine man, Wednesday. you get botany. You get everything, you get everything from our show, man. That's everything. How, that's how you know we are reaching for straws. <laughs> we just throwing stuff out there hoping, yeah, but you know what? hoping that something lands. But you know what? It works. It works. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's hear from the people. Jack is in Marstown. He's going to be our leadoff hitter today on Bart and Han. Jack, what's going on today? Thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you. Big fan of the show. What's up, Jack? I uh, I just want to call and say I've been a Jet fan since, like, 1983. And I believe I'm an expert in quarterbacks that don't pan out. Um, Derek Carr is a guy I don't want because I think he's good, but the league has changed. You need a guy that can run and that can pass. And I look at Daniel Jones, for example. He rushed for more yards this year than than Derek Carr has rushed, or just as much as yards this year as is Derek Carr has rushed for in his whole career. So my thing is, those third and fives in the playoffs and stuff, you need a guy that, if everything breaks down, that can run. And I just don't think he, he's built for that. And I don't want to just get a quarterback that's going to get us to the second round. I want a quarterback that can win the Super Bowl. And I think that's Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, and I'll take Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he's not a runner. He's been there, and I think he's, he won't cost us a whole lot of draft picks. And I just want to know what you guys think. It may, it may be Justin Fields. But do you need a runner, though? Like no, what Jack no, 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 but you need a guy like even Patrick Mahomes that can go if if they, they turn everybody around, that you can go get you twenty. You can go get you thirty. That you that you have that element. It, you don't have to be great at it. Right. But you're above average in being able to go get those yards. You don't need somebody sitting there like Tom Brady that you can you can not, you know, keep lane integrity on the outside and the edges because you know he ain't gonna run regardless. Well the thing about Mahomes is, right, is um the funny thing about it. Remember, he had the, the ankle injury in the playoffs. Yep. And so for a lot of those last couple of games, at least in the AFs before the Super Bowl, he's sitting there playing on one leg. So they tried to keep him as a pocket passer, but yet he had to bust out, and he made a couple of big That's runs. because they went cover one. Right. But he was still able to do it. Right. Which is like, just goes to show you, it's unbelievable that he was able to make those plays, and he's a freak of nature. There's only one Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? The thing about Rodgers... I wonder how long Patrick Mahomes can be dominant. At playing this way, isn't that a isn't that a question though with any of these guys? Because Even him, Patrick Mahomes. But Patrick Mahomes, I think, if he's relegated, not to say that he's gonna be, no. but if he's relegated to just being a pocket passer, he could do it. For me, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. We've already seen it with Russell Wilson. They are the Luka Doncic's of football. I get concerned with. At some point, Patrick Mahomes is going to have to adopt the TB12 method because he looks like he's only like you said Mahomes, on, Dak, and Russ. Yeah, he's going to get fat. Like, you think Mahomes is getting fat? Man, he got a Kansas bad, City he barbecue. Got, he got, no, he Kansas got City one, barbecue. No, he got one of those bodies. 
Like we saw it in basketball. Yeah, Carmelo but his Car- dad's not, his dad never really is is a heavy dude. His mom, man, come on, man. Like, come on, man. Like, you can tell how he built. He built. Have you ever seen Luka body? Well, Luka's you, you different. Seen, you ever seen Jokic? Jokic is fighting every natural gene in his body that wants to be like Buddy Love and be fat bastard. Well, Jokic, was a, he was a fat kid. Exactly. And he's fighting not to be fat. When you look at Patrick Mahomes' arm, you see any cuts? No. I get because Right. You look at Dak Prescott. You see Russell Wilson has lost his short area quickness because he's really a fat dude in an in a athlete's body. Like, you know when you see guys like, I see my boy Reeves. Fat guy I see, I, in an athlete's I see, body. I see my boy I see my boy Reeves, him, and, 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 and Shady McCoy. Bodies are just the same. Shady was talking up uh, Eric Bieniemy yesterday. You see that? Ah, did he hate him. <laughs> but I'm just, I know. But, 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 they, but they shaped alike. I know. They, they built just so alike. So you really think Mahomes is a guy who's going to put weight on, you think? I think it's going to take extra for him to, to, for him to be able to play at the level to try and have a chance to catch Brady, he's going to have to change the way he eats and trains because he is a fat man in a normal person's body. The only thing that's keeping him that way is that fact that he's a professional athlete. And you see it happen all the time. You see Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson be working out and he can get down when he has to. Like I knew Revis was going to be like that because Revis used to come in like 10 pounds out of shape and he was 20-something years old and he would wear the hot – uh, jacket because they were eating at those uh, at the diner trying to work right. out the contract. All those, uh, but, but, <laughs> right? The yeah. Roscoe Diner. What do you call that? Uh, give me the fries with the gravy. What? Gravy fries. Disco but, fries. But but like it's certain body types that you get concerned that are naturally supposed to be heavier than what they are. And I get concerned with that. Like that's why I always make fun of. Them. Like you, we see Kyle Lowry, right? I say he got hips like Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? You look at these guys and you like, man, what could what 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 can be a chink in the armor for Patrick Mahomes? I think it's his diet and, you know, his conditioning. Uh, the other guys I could see. Now, look, Russell Wilson, somebody, what, he's 30, and he's been at this thing for over a decade in the NFL. So maybe, like, as you get a little bit older, right, that's natural. Mahomes is the one guy, though, just I couldn't, I, I still can't see it. He don't look chunky to you right now? No, not man, chunky. On. Man, come on, man. Well, no, there's a difference between chunky and cut. He's not ripped. He's not jacked. But I wouldn't say that he's chunky. So listen, that's can that, he do this for fifteen years though? That's another question. When that, for another meta- day. When that metabolism slow down, like we were, we saw Luca right. two years ago come to come to to come to uh, camp. Like yo, just do yeah, yo. He like I ain't in shape. Like what happens is you you got to take that seriously. Like you saw LeBron, Carmelo, here's a problem, Chris Paul. Like he's built like Chris Paul. Well, here's the thing about Luca. Can I tell you about Luca? Remember, Luca's been a professional basketball player in Europe. Yeah. Since he was a teenager, yeah, that's all he knows. He's he was he was he was playing the game around grown men, which means he was enjoying the life with the grown men. Yeah, but see, that's how, what I've heard. But see, how, it hasn't yeah, changed. But see how it hasn't quick, changed. But, but see how quickly that happens. Right, right. You see how quick. I mean, you see what happened with Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley, I always talk about the big round mile. When he was in college, he was still ripped, but they called him fat then because you can see the fat gene. And I tell you, I see a fat gene in Mahomes. I see a fat gene in, in, in Dak Prescott. Even though right now they're lean, if if they don't like when you get like 30, 32, you gotta change everything. You can't eat certain stuff. You can't do certain things. Carmelo did it. They all went on that vegan diet, that sugar free diet. LeBron does it. You know, look at what Tom Brady had to do. Mm-hmm. So let's avocado see. ice cream. So that's part of that's part of longevity. Understanding where your potential blind spot can be. And I think for Mahomes and for those quarterbacks, is that. I mean, Kyler Murray as well. What's wrong with Kyler Murray is that he he can have potentially had a he can potentially have a fat gene, and he's a guy that gets a lot of soft tissue injuries because he's wound so tight. 
Right, so, so like, he plays video games. You're sitting yeah. there playing the video games. What you're doing is eating and all that stuff. Yeah, but he's like wound tight, right? So like he's one of these guys that gets pulled hamstrings and stuff like that. Like you ever had the little short dude that was faster than everybody in the neighborhood? That's Kyler Murray, right? But well, what happens is they get they get pulls all the time. So I worry about him as well. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on ninety eight point seven ESPN.